everyday people provide the most inspiring stories. Welcome to Dylan Spiration. I'm your host, Dylan DiGiovanni. Welcome back. I'm Dylan DiGiovanni, and I'm here to tell you that Dylan Spiration is a podcast full of everyday stories of really inspiring people and some thought-provoking topics, all meant to inspire and encourage you on your path to become a better person to help build a better world. Thanks for being here. Today, I have my friend Cordelia, and she's going to introduce herself and tell you a little bit about why she's my guest today. All right, great. Thank you, Dylan, again, for having me on your show. I really appreciate this opportunity. Um, So to everyone out there, hi, my name is Cordelia. I'm also known as Evolution Mama. Um, I'm a certified health coach, and I help moms take care of themselves while taking care of their families. Um, I do this by teaching them to shift their perspective to make self-care a priority, and so they can live the lives lives that they really want to live. I'm also a mama of five, by the way, five beautiful children. I homeschool four of them. I'm a blogger, entrepreneur, and a ton of, and a ton of other things. So that's why incredible I'm a person. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. I really appreciate you being here. And, and just some background, Cordelia and I met, um, was it like two years ago, a year and a half ago? It was, yeah, it was about two years ago, almost. Yep. We met and, and Cordelia's story was so powerful from the first conversation that we had. And she has continued to be an inspiration for me. We've mostly kept in touch in social media. And there are days where I she pops up on my feed and I'm just like, oh, I can keep going because of people like Cordelia. <laughs> and so I I was like, I reached out to to be able to celebrate her and honor her and invite her to share her journey. Cause I think it was incredibly inspiring for me. And even like I said, on days where I'm low, I get confidence and inspiration from you. So, um, so I'm really glad that you said you wanted to do this. Um, so what, what is the story you want to share with us today about, about who you are, where you've been, what you've done to get you where you are to October today in October. Okay. Um, Well, my story um, begins quite a few years ago, but the gist of it is, you know, I became a mom at the age of 19. I had my, my first son. And at that time I was living my life. You know, I was in, in school, highly, highly achieving everything. I was an entrepreneur back then. Um, again, I was a student and I was an avid student. I loved going to school and learning and participating in panels and all those things. I was very active at my time at that time in my community, um, and also in my church. So I had, um, I was on a path that was in a way laid out for me by other people and I was happy there. But as I went along, um, I eventually met someone else and I, I got married And I had four more children in the course of five years. So to say my life drastically changed is an understatement. My life drastically changed because motherhood at that time became like an excuse for me to why I couldn't achieve 
the goals and ambitions that I had already had before I became a wife, before I became a mother of five. So I, I began to lose myself. And I was in a very toxic relationship that became an abusive relationship. And that sent me on a downward spiral. To say that I felt hopeless, I felt alone, I felt ashamed. But, and I was very overwhelmed as a mom. I was a frazzled mom. I was one of those moms that just was lonely. I would just be crying at the drop of a dime. And my life was just, at that time, felt very heavy, very dim, very dark. But there was always something inside of me that was still like, you know, trying to to shoot me back to the woman who I used to be before this. And, um, you know, I, I did go through a low, a low point where I've been. And when I say this is where I've been, it's been a low, a low point in my life where I had to make a decision because of what was happening in my relationship and what was happening to me as a person, as a woman. I literally was sick and I felt like. Um, like I had no way out and I had to dig really deep within to find a way out of the circumstances that I found myself in. And that was about three years ago. Um, so I made a decision with myself and my five children to leave my relationship. Um, I was living in a shelter with my kids. Um, I had no money, no car. Went there with no food and barely any clothes on my back. I had clothes on my back and some clothes in a bag for me and my kids. But to be honest with you, Dylan, that was the breaking point in my life. And it wasn't the breaking point in the way that most people would think. It was the breaking point because in that moment when I took charge of my life and left a situation that didn't serve me, I had the most peace that I'd had in years in years. So from that point, just to continue on in my story, I relished in that peace. And I, that allowed me to really look within to say, you know what, Cordelia, you know, who do you really, who are you and who do you really want to be? And I started to realize and accept the fact that yes, my life is the culmination of the decisions that I've made, but I'm more than this. I'm more than just a mom of five. I'm more than just a stay-at-home mom in a shelter. You know, so I began to look for opportunities to make my life what I want it to be. So fast forward a few months later, I was able to leave the shelter. I started my own um, business. I started just baking baked goods because I was known for my cooking and baking. So I started selling them at farmer's markets to get some extra cash so I can get my own apartment. And... Then from there, I uh, enrolled at IIN, which is Institute of Integrative Nutrition, so I can become a health coach and pursue my passion of helping women and families um, and mothers specifically live a healthy lifestyle. So that's like my background. I know that was a lot and it's very heavy, but that is what I've come through um, to get where I am today. And today I am happy. I am at peace. I'm no longer ashamed in like walking in a way that's here to please other people. Um, I'm here to share my story, to inspire other people. I started a blog um, and I take on clients that are moms to help them take care of themselves. So yeah, that's who I was. That's where I've been. And that's how I got to where I am today. So incredible. I got chills. I got chills again. <clears throat> Thank you very much for sharing. I got chills again, just like I did the first time you told me that story. And, you know, 
I know I have a ton of questions about that whole process and what that was like. What do you feel comfortable sharing? What details do you feel comfortable sharing? Do you, do you think that people would benefit from hearing that you want, that you want to share about maybe how you made the decision, what that was like? Um, you know, I, I'm really, I'm really, I mean, I, like, I literally, the first time you told me that, I was like, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't speak. <laughs> I don't just like, you know, like the, like the integrity, the courage, the, I mean, I can, I can imagine the range of emotion that you felt. And it's incredible to hear you say that your overarching feeling was confidence on the other side of a decision like that. So even in the shelter that you're sitting there thinking, I did the right thing and I'm going to be okay instead of, you know, what maybe folks might assume you might be feeling. And and I I love, that's what I think is so inspiring is that kind of a quote unquote bottom might not have been that at all. It might've actually been, the bottom might've happened before that. Right. But I don't know you, what, what details, if anything, cause I, and I really acknowledge you, I don't think it's heavy. What I think it is, my, it, it occurs to me as incredibly authentic and incredibly powerful and, and it's going to be incredibly inspiring for people. So I am so grateful that you're sharing. Okay. Well, I feel very comfortable sharing my story now. And I can honestly say that I wasn't always here. I didn't always feel comfortable to talk about what I've gone through because I did go through a great deal of embarrassment. And um, even after that breakthrough point for me, I felt a lot of um, kind of regret and, and living in a place of blame and victimhood. But I think that what's important for um, people to get from my story is, is several things. The first thing is, you know, to dig deep within. The way that I was able to get out of the situation that I was in was because I looked deep within. I had to look in the mirror and accept responsibility, not blame, not responsibility for someone else's behavior, but responsibility for the choices that I made to stay in a toxic situation, to, in a way, give up who I was and lose myself because I wanted to be what society said I should be. You know, at the time I was very religious. So, you know, being a wife and sticking, sticking there to thick and thin and praying and doing all these things was what I was supposed to do. And I had to really look at myself and say, you know what? This is the life that I want from, for me and for my children. I, I want my children to see me being happy. I want them to see what I'm capable of as far as pursuing dreams and, and standing up against anything that's not right. And, and, Demanding respect because I respect myself first and just living a life that I'm worthy of. And in order to do that, I had to do something very hard, which which was ask for help. And I don't know about you, Dylan, but for me, I was always the person that was helping other people. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So being that person that had to ask for help after for so many years wearing that face and putting on the facade that everything is okay. And I still got this and I can help you. And yes, I got five kids and I homeschool and I bake and I cook and I clean and I do all these things, but I was miserable and I was not happy and I was depressed. So I had to reach out and I finally broke the silence and I told one of my friends what was going on. And I let her know, you know what? I'm starting to be fearful. I'm starting to feel paranoid. How is this good for my children? You know what I mean? I was going to sleep and not getting any rest. See this? You can rest and not, you can sleep and not rest. 
And I hadn't had rest in years. So and this was after you left or before you left? This was before I left. My mm-hmm. rock bottom was before I left because for me, it was a process of leaving. And, you know, I think that it's important for people to also know that, you know, it was a domestic violence situation, but domestic violence is not always the physical. It's not always the hitting and pushing and all of that. But when you're constantly being degraded and um, put down, I was a stay-at-home mom. At times, I didn't have access to any money. There was times where I had no car. And so I was isolated. I lived in a very rural area. So I was, I was isolated with my children. That is also a form of abuse and control and manipulation. So um, more importantly, I want people to know that you don't have to, that doesn't have to be your life. That can be a part of your life. That may be the story that's being narrated at that time, but you do have the power to change it. And um, the change was uncomfortable, but the change was my most peaceful time. When I left, I left, yes, with tears, you know, yes, with fear of not knowing what was going to happen next and, and, and the fear of people knowing what was going on. My family didn't even know what was happening in my home. However, when I left, you know, that was just, it was just like a ray, a ray of light. I felt like a weight was lifted off of my, off of my back, my shoulder, my soul. And I knew that everything was going to be okay from then because at that point I only had me and my kids only had me. So that gave me the strength to keep going. And it was just daily self-care, you know, um, so I don't know if that really answers your question, but I just feel comfortable. I mean, I could go on and on, you know, <laughs> about I think, that time. <laughs> I think, well, and I think people, well, what, well, what I think would work well is if people are curious and they want to know more, they can contact you and I'm going to share your contact information at the end and I'll let you decide, you know, how you want to, how you want to support, you know, respond to folks, but, yes. um, you know, just kind of let them you know, I think sometimes people, I, I know I've experienced this with my story and like my, my journey, um, which is why I'm really being intentional about how I ask you questions. Because I think one thing that bonds us, or I feel bonded to you, is our mindset. We have each overcome tremendous adversity in different ways. We have different identities. We have different privileges. We have different disadvantages, right? But one thing that I've always respected about you, and I, I think you respect about me, is is how we think about how we think about ourselves and our lives. Yes. And that's one thing that you inspire. You know, like when I slip out of that, I go to you, and I I go to your page, and I remind myself of what what keeps us moving forward, right? And what keeps up, and you alluded to that, which is kind of like in another question that I want to ask you about. But um, I do first want to ask you like, so since you left, I don't imagine that it's been easy. Um, and how do you keep yourself going? Because you still got five little friends to be responsible <laughs> for. Um, yes. how, how have you like, how, what do you do that keeps you going and keeps your confidence up? Well, I would say um, for me, I, I try to stay in a state of, of gratitude, um, of being thankful for where my life is um, and to not become so fixated on 
maybe on, on the plans per se, and I say plans loosely, but on how I would say I'm 35. So I know when I was 15 and 20, I'm thinking when I'm 35, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that, I'm going to be this. But my life is totally different now. But I am in a place of gratitude because my life could be different in a negative way. So I am, I feel like that's what keeps me going, being in a state of gratitude, but also being flexible that sometimes when things don't work out exactly how I've detailed them, because I can be very detail oriented. So sometimes when things don't work out exactly how that is, being flexible and saying I could find another way and and also reflecting on where I've come from and looking at the accomplish, accomplishments that I have achieved thus far and keeping at the forefront what legacy I want to leave for my for my children and also for other moms. I have contact with a lot of other women and mothers who are, who also um, ask a lot of questions and who may need inspiration. I never know who's watching me. So what keeps me going is gratitude, um, being focused on my goals, being flexible, and remembering my accomplishments. Fantastic. Fantastic. So I'm curious, what... What do you think, based on what you've seen and what you've been through, what do you think about kind of the state of where things are today um, politically and how things are kind of unfolding? And most, mostly my question is how you see people responding to what seems like this relentless adversity right? These like circumstances outside our control and people. So I'm, I'm curious if you do have anything to say or anything, any perspective on that? My perspective on that, you know, with politics, that's like a whole nother, a whole nother. I know, politics, I know. You know? Um, but with politics, you know what, as you said, um, these are, there are things that are outside of our control, but what I do appreciate is the response of people like you and, and others that I follow um, and look look to for inspiration, the positive response, the, the response to look for the good, because that's what I do. I try to look for the good and um, look within myself and look around the environment and things that I can control. Um, even within my children, I look for the good in them. And when I see these horrible things happening in the media, um, these crazy things happening in our political world, you know, it. I'm not going to say that it doesn't bother me because it does. But I, I allow myself to feel the discomfort, to feel the sadness, to feel the anger. But then I don't get stuck there. And I, I try to move forward and look for the good and do what I can. That's why I feel that the work that we do is so important to be able to reach people, to help them change their lives. You know, if I can touch one mother, one mom, she's touching a whole generation. So if I can help her shape her world and have a fulfilling life, she can shape the world of her child. And that child can touch another child. And that child, then when they grow up to become an adult, they're touching their children. So I kind of look at things in that way to do what I can to do my part, participate in ways that I feel comfortable. And when, you know what, Dylan, when I feel overwhelmed and I feel like it's too much, I, like I said, I feel my emotions, but I turn, I, sometimes I turn off social media. I, if I can't, if it's too much for me, I don't take it in. And that's how I'm able to maintain um, confidence, also to maintain clarity um, in the in the world that we live in today, so it's 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 a simple philosophy, but it's it's not easy to do. But I try mm-hmm. to I try to make my make it um 
my business to do that every day. Like look for the good, look for mm-hmm. the good, look for the good. And I, th- I think you and I share a same philosophy, which is that we're aren't, we aren't um, immune to what's going on. And we're certainly, I mean, like I said, our identity is, you know, it's like, we, right. we, we're certainly, I can, and I'll say for myself, like I'm certain I could be impacted by what's happening, but right. like you said, as health coaches, we learned first and foremost, we're accountable and responsible for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think I really appreciated what you said earlier about instead of spending time blaming and shaming and, and mm-hmm. projecting or, you know, theorizing or about what did or didn't happen in your last relationship, you were like, well, I'm going to pack my bags and I'm going to take my kids. Like you, you know, you took control and that's ultimately all any of us ever have. Right. And, and when we spend so much time, I just see, you know, so many people giving their energy away when, Uh you know, they could be, and, 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 and like I said, I, I really admire you and Cause I know you so well, so I know who you are and I know. And so when I go and I'm like, yep, she's staying positive too. I'm going to stay positive. And it doesn't mean that we're putting like ostriches, putting our heads in the sand, like pretending things aren't happening, but it's like you said, choosing how much to take that in and how much to let it, um, how much to let it bother you when you, we only have so much control. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I can say the same thing. I mean, even, of course, you know that we we go back and forth. I look to your post and to your pages for <laughs> inspiration as well, because you know, like you said, um, as a as a, a now a single mother, um, I'm an African American woman. I've been out of the workforce per se for almost ten years, and I'm trying to start something from the ground up. And I've been there. I mean, when I tell you, Dylan, I've been to the bottom and had. When you talk about the government, I've had to ask the government for help so I can feed my children. Mm-hmm. So I have a sometimes I do have a lot of emotions going on when I look and see what's going on in the world. But at the same time, you like you said, you know, I have to look at what I can control. And what I can control is um, the environment that I set for my children. You know, trying to help my kids see the world through a different lens that, yes, there are horrible things going on. I get it. Yes, this person may be a babbling idiot. I get it. However, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we have people like Dylan, you know, we have, um, look at your sibling. you know, we have all this other stuff going on. Look at that and, and let that inspire something in you so that you can live another day and live a day with intention. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. And yeah. I love your posts. You know, it's like we can control when we go to bed, when we, when we put our children to bed, how we educate them, mm-hmm. how you, how you feed them. Like, that's what I see coming through in your your post. And you know what I also love about you is, you know, you just, you just share it like it's real. It's just day in the life. You know, it's, it's yeah. not this like perfectly manicured pictures of it's so authentic. It's so real. And I just feel like I'm just like, I get this little shot of like, you know, this is just somebody who's on the ground doing the work, you know, worrying about what food goes into her children's bellies mm-hmm. and first and foremost. And it's just, you're just wonderful. Um, <laughs> I'm such a fan. Um, okay. So, so what, let's see. Um, what's a major confidence breakthrough? Cause that's the theme, you know, like that, that's the theme of what right. I'm trying to do with my podcast now after kind of like trying a couple different things. I'm really focusing now on inspiring people so that they get more confidence to live the lives that they really want to live, which is exactly what you're doing. And so what's, what's a major confidence moment or breakthrough you've had maybe since the last time we spoke? 
Yeah. Okay. Well, since the last time we've spoken, um, I would definitely definitely say, um, hmm, because I've had a few, to be honest with you. You can share them all. Share them all. (laughs) (laughs) I think the first one would be when I really um, got up the courage and the confidence to um, solidify the the, the dissolving my my marriage. That Mm -hmm. was, and I know that like, Again, for me, in my head, the stories we tell ourselves, I was building up, it's going to be such a horrible thing and he's going to be this and that. No, I, have, I don't have to live this way. So I, I took the courage to go and to go to the county clerk's office and to file whatever papers I needed to file. That was huge for me because for the longest, I felt like I couldn't be a good mother and be a divorced good mother. That was the story I was telling myself. But then I realized, you know what? I filed these papers and guess what? My children are still happy. And fed, and we still have a roof. So it was all, it was just that one moment that I felt it built my confidence because I think it solidified for me that I was enough and that for so long my identity was with being attached to someone else and my identity was being dependent on someone else. That when I realized that I'm enough, it was a boost in my confidence. And when even a year ago or even two years ago, that was a blow to my self esteem. I felt like a failure, but now it was a boost to my confidence. And um, from that point on, I've been focusing, when I say self-care on, in, in full effect, it's been self-care in full effect. Like I've mm-hmm. been doing things that I've wanted to do, even something small. You know, I think, you know, that I love tea, you know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I get like a thrill out of going and finding me a nice, cute, beautiful, big old teacup to drink my tea out of. That's huge for me. And People may not understand why that's huge, but just two years ago, I didn't have the money to buy a teacup. And I'll just say that I didn't have the money to get something small and nice for myself to say, you know what? I can um, indulge a little bit within reason. So those things are like confidence moments when they build me up to have to continue to trust and believe in myself and to feel certain about like who I am, the truth of who I am as a person. And I would say my last one was my birthday. I turned 35 this summer and I made my birthday about me for the first time in like 12 years. It was about me. And I went to see one of my favorite people, Erica Badu. And um, yes, love her. She was playing near your birthday? On my birthday. Let me tell you, she was playing in Philly. And that's what I'm telling you. When, we, when I tell you staying focused and living a life of gratitude and really putting it out there, what you want. I said that last year. I said, what do I want for my birthday? Well, I'm turning 35. This is a milestone for me. 35 years. I said, I want to see Erica Badu. I said that literally a year ago, August 10th, 2016, August 10th, 2017. She was having a concert in Philadelphia. So I packed my bags, got my sisters up and we went to go see Erica Badu. And I had a time of my life. Oh my God. That's so <laughs> what did you think when you saw that she had a show on your birthday? I like almost fell out my chair when I saw I, you, like, <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. And I remembered specifically, I said, Oh my, that's what I want to do for my birthday. And it just, the fact that it happened, it just boosted my confidence even more because I'm like, again, I, I put it out there and it just, it flourished. It came to fruition. I manifested in like my birthday, my ideal birthday. And I was out in a hotel, a very nice hotel, you know, with my sisters. I had some good food. You know, I wasn't really strict with my uh, 
food choices. I made some smart choices, but I indulged and I had a great time. And I saw one of my favorite artists in person. And yeah, I mean, from there, I just feel like I feel good. That was only two months, but it gave, gave me another fire. And even celebrating my birthday, I was able to kind of look at my birth. I look at my birthdays as like a new year instead of January 1st. My birthday is the new year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I took that time to set my goals and to say, you know what, this time next year, you know, what do I want my life to be like? And now I can really plan out the steps on how to get there. So that's kind of where I'm at now. And I feel like that's even why we're here on this call. You know, this is an opportunity for me to be able to share my story, but also to talk to someone who I, you know, admire so much and for them to find any type of inspiration in me and what I do, it just kind of just continues to build that I'm on the right path and that I've made the right decisions thus far. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I felt, I've, (laughs) I've felt that. Well, and I, and you made me remember that happened to me with my birthday too. Some of my favorite people played and I remember thinking like, oh, they did it just for me. And I was like, no, I manifested that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, you really are. I mean, I think, I think, um, you know, the health coach that I used to be for the first three years of my business is definitely not the coach that I am now. And I feel, I knew the moment that we spoke, um, it was, you know, souls, like we knew each other in a, in a former lifetime. And I just feel so blessed to be connected with you. I feel lucky beyond reason that you chose me and that I get to know you in this lifetime. And it's just, um, yeah, I really, I really do feel that way. And, and yeah, I just, I, so, so that is my next question is what what is coming up next for you? And specifically, I'm curious if anyone's listening, and 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 this is just if you if it is, you know, what what opportunities are you looking for? What 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 clients are you looking for? Like, what do you want next for your business? And and what do you need, or what could you use, if anything, right now? Okay, well, that's a great question. Um, I could use. Um a cleaning service, but <laughs> no, <I'm> kidding. <laughs> kidding, but not kidding. No, um, yeah. all seriousness um, for evolution, mama, I am looking to expand my brand and I am looking for opportunities like this one to, again, to share my story and encourage other moms. Um, I'm looking to expand um, and open up my business to receive more clients, to do more one-to-one work and even some group work to work with any mom that's out there who you know, feels how I felt. You feel tired and frazzled and feel like you don't know who you are. I'm looking for moms that are ready to rediscover themselves and Mm -hmm. to be able to do that without the mom guilt. And that's the message that I want to share. I want to, I'm looking for opportunities to have, to share my message that self-care, you know, it's not selfish, but it's necessary as a mother for you to be able to take care of your family. You have to take care of yourself, but take care of you first. So, I would say I'll be looking for also events. I would love to do some speaking events um, to put on, to actually host my own event, like a mom's day out. I'm, that's in the works actually nice. for mothers to come and for them to come and just have a day where they're able to focus on themselves and to kind of create a safe space for them to speak some mom truths and <laughs> to speak mom truths among other moms that get, that get it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. um, Yeah, those are some opportunities I'm looking for. Um, Anybody that's having any events that are catered towards women and mothers, I would love to be a part of it. Um, I do have a social work background, so um, that's another one part of my skill set where I'm able to assess um, issues and be able to create 
um, innovative uh, approaches to dealing with different issues. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to be publishing a book. <gasps> That's so, exciting. Thank you. So you can look out for that. I have um, two special requests really from the people that do follow me and people that are, have been in my life. Um, a cookbook for healthy, creative, easy meals for families. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, the second book is going to be my my story. And it's going to be, be like a self-care guide for the selfless mama. So, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love it. Are you going to do self-publishing? I am. I am. Unless, yeah. listen, unless someone listening wants to um, take me up on it and give me a deal, I'll take that too. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the same page. People. I keep trying to find it and it just keeps not finding me. And to be honest yeah. with you, I have several friends who are published and they keep telling me, just do it yourself. Just self-publish. Awesome. So that's, awesome. that's my, that's what I'm going to do. And but again, I want what's best for you and what would serve you best. Well, that's um, what I'm going to do. I mean, and again, like even the fact that you have mentors in a way that your friends are mentors because they're doing, they've done what you're, what you're trying to do. And I would yeah. love to have that as well, to have more people around me that, you know, can be like a mentor that can, that maybe are, they are where I'm trying to go, you know, mm-hmm. just to give me that inspiration and that courage. Of course I get it from you, Dylan, you know that already, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it's reciprocal, which is super fun. Yeah. And thank you. And just yeah. having the mentorship and having just that tribe and that community to, so we can all support each other. So yeah, that's what I'm looking to expand evolution mama as a brand with speaking some events, books and taking on more one-to-one clients and also some group, some group, and some group stuff. Coaching. Great. Yeah. So how can, how can people contact you? How would you like them to contact you? Well, they can find me on um, Instagram and Facebook under the handle of evolution mama. Um, my website actually will be up this weekend. I've been, yeah, we're not even going to talk about that. It's been a journey. That's a journey <laughs> in itself. I'm <laughs> trying to design a website, but my website will be up so they can go to my website and um, visit me there. But for now, send me a message via Instagram, via Facebook. I'm also on Pinterest. I'm at Evo mama. And um, I'll probably, I guess I can leave an email too for direct contact. They can mm-hmm. email me for now for now at chartyourevolution at gmail.com because that's what I have specifically set aside for anything regarding Evolution Mama. Great. And I'll and I'll get all that information and I'll include it in the show notes so people can see it too. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Cordelia, thank you so much. I've really appreciated having this conversation. I'm so grateful for you for being so real and so honest and so inspiring. I cannot wait to share this with so many more people because you're truly, you're truly an incredible person. And I'm, I'm really glad to know you. And I'm really, um, I don't like using that word proud because it feels kind of weird, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm really inspired by you. And I, and I, I'm, I'm just, like I said, glad to know you in this lifetime. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Dylan. You know, of course, the feeling is definitely mutual. Um, and I appreciate you having me and giving me this opportunity and believing in me, even at the point where I'm at now in my journey. Thank you for believing in me at this at this juncture. And, you know, I'm looking forward to more more collaboration and doing more things in the future. So I really appreciate you. And thank you so much. You're so welcome. All right. Great. Thank you. And have a great day. Thank you. You too.
So as you heard, Cordelia is a pretty incredible person. She's incredibly inspiring. And if you want to follow up with her, all her contact information is in the show notes. I appreciate you tuning in and I look forward to sharing another episode with you next time.